I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Just sitting here in my big, comfortable, black leather poppet chair in the living room, you know, spreading out my toes on the carpet and looking out the window. And I see that it is wee beastie feeding time. I'm wondering if you know about wee beasties. See, the light just went on at Bob and Sheila's place down the block. Their new little wee beastie's name is Robert Jr. I was riding my bike today, and I saw Bob out in the yard, and he's he's telling me that Robert Jr. usually announces his presence with authority and the top of his lungs, especially when it's feeding time in the middle of the night. Of course, there are all kinds of wee beasties. There's the kind that you can see, like little... Bobby Jr. down the block and uh, that little mouse that I had to go mono a mouse with a, a few months ago. But then there's also the, the kind of wee beasties that you can't see. I've got one. I call him Rumpelstiltskin Farfignugan. And he's the, he's the little wee beastie who, who takes control of my eyebrows and makes them wiggle when my lady wonder wench walks into the room wearing not not that much. You know, she says, I'm just dressed in something that's a little more comfortable. Right, more comfortable for her. Anyway, Rumpelstiltskin Farfignugan, my little beastie, is a very tough guy. For example, today, you know, I was downstairs working in my office, slaving and all this kind of stuff. And all of a sudden, Rumpelstiltskin Farfignugan shows up and somehow he was able to make me go down to the airport and instead of working, go flying in my little airplane for a while. Gotta watch those wee beasties. They are, they are powerful and dangerous little creatures. And everybody has one. Now, here's what I mean. If you live in an apartment with thin walls, especially at this time of night, you may occasionally hear somebody shouting something like, Oh my God, yes. And at this time of night, if it, if it doesn't exactly sound like a prayer, you can be pretty sure that somebody has opened the cage and let her happy little beastie out to play. So that's what I mean when I say it's wee beastie feeding time at this time of the night. The wee beasties that you can see and the ones that you can't see, like my Farfignugan or, or your wee beastie. One used to make you get up and dance like nobody was watching when the DJ at the record hop played Louie Louie. Big Louie, his own bad self, says you, you ought to remember dancing like that because you ought to make love the same way, even if it has been a while, you know, and you're a little afraid of all the aches and the pains and the stiffness in all of your muscles, except the ones that are supposed to be stiff. And this may come as a shock to any members of the pimple people may have wandered by, but we beasties don't get scared off when an AARP card shows up in the mailbox. In fact, I know a Louie Louie generation guy who's a little beastie made him put an autopilot in his small airplane so he can take his lady up to join the Mile High Club. 
Unfortunately, he is still trying to get her little beastie to cooperate, but I know for sure that he will try again tomorrow because that's one of the messages that a good little wee beastie gives all the time. Try again tomorrow. It's also another Louie Louie couple I know with very active little beasties. They just installed a hot tub right outside their bedroom, and they are looking forward to rubbing their little beasties together as frequently as possible. And by the way, if you haven't heard about the Louie Louie generation, that's my fault. Because I am the guy Big Louie, his own bad self, is depending on to spread the word. I am the chosen word spreader. If you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you know that I like to kid you a lot. But I'm serious about this. This is really important to me. The Louie Louie generation. It's made up of people who have had that song playing in the background of our lives for a long time. Now, lots of us have AARP cards, but all of us have lots of tood attitude. And of course, we have the, the founder and the president of the School of Hard Knock Knocks to guide us. Big Louie, his own bad self. And another of uh, Big Louie's lessons is, it takes a tough guy to make a tender life. Which is one of the reasons why I call my lady Wonder Wench the chocolate chip in my cookie. I like to call her that. She's pretty. And I like her. My buddy Jeff takes the opposite view. My buddy Jeff calls his wife the old bag, believe it or not. And I won't tell you what she calls him. And they think they're kidding. But you know what? I think they've kept their wee beasties locked up and apart way too long. And I think it's it's a good way to starve a wee beastie to death. And you know... The other thing is, I think Jeff is trying to prove to the other guys that he's tough. And I've told him, he's a good friend of mine, I said, hey, listen, that's not acting stupid. That's the real thing, guy. Listen, nobody, nobody is as tough as Big Louie, his own bad self. Legend has it that when he was born, his parents brought him home strapped to the fender of his father's car. Some people claim he drinks Gatorade directly from the Gator. But the thing that a lot of the ladies love about him, and and a lot of guys admire, is that Big Louie is also the kind of guy who knows that courage isn't always about beating your chest and hollering, I'm number one. Sometimes courage is about paying attention to that little wee beastie voice in your head at the end of the day that very quietly says, I sure screwed up today. But I'll try again tomorrow. Time for Dick's Details. A bunch of interesting but totally unimportant stuff to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's keeping you awake at night out the other ear and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. Here's why my little wee beastie Rumpelstiltskin Farfignugan says I should become a ski instructor. I just found out that 75% of your body heat escapes through your head. So Farf keeps saying, hey, give all the girls good hats and encourage them to ski naked. We beasties, terrible guys. Uh, the statistics guys say there are more sheep than people in Montana, although nobody is quite sure of the exact numbers. Because every time somebody tries to count all those sheep, he goes to sleep. But boom 
And Big Louie says a simple way to tell which of your neighbors has a, had a barbecue last weekend is just go around there, check for singed eyebrows. Dick's Details. They take your mind off your mind. We beasties are tough and dangerous little guys, but got to watch out for them, you know. But they're, they're only superhuman. And sometimes, sometimes they get hurt pretty bad and they want to run away. And I think that might be the way it is for the wee beastie involved in this story from the Night Connections personal audio CD. The story is called How to Care. Nobody you love has ever been able to ask you for more than you're willing to give. First week you had your new car, your brother asked to borrow it. You didn't even think twice about it. You just gave him the keys. He totaled it. He never even helped you with the financial problems that it caused. But you love him. And you've never held it against him. When your best friend's husband became abusive, you said you had room at your place. She's been there for almost a year and never offered to help you with the rent. You never asked because you really care. You're not dumb. And you're not a wimp. And you do know how to put your foot down. But you just have your own way of looking at life. When you love somebody, you give whatever you have to help. It's a matter of pride with you. You're a very good person. And you are desperately in love with a married man. You didn't expect this. You met him at work. He's in sales. He travels a lot. That hasn't helped his marriage. Neither has his wife's lack of understanding. She expected that he'd be a vice president by now. It started out just liking to have lunch together, just talking together. You've been talking for quite a while now. You have a good heart and you have a good ear and you listen to him with both. But the rest of your body is healthy too. And today, after all of these months of talking, you reached across the table and put your hand on his. He looked so lost. He held your hand for at least a minute. He held it like you've never been touched before. And he asked you to go with him on an overnight trip tomorrow. Your arms and face and legs suddenly flashed hot and you said yes, you could hardly breathe for the rest of the day. His call on your answering machine when you got home was from a payphone, he said for the sake of his children that he'd changed his mind. And he asked you to understand. No one you love has ever asked you for more than you were willing to give. But tonight, you're feeling like you don't have much of your life left to give anymore. based on something that really happened to someone I know very well and care about a lot. It's called How to Care. It's from the Night Connections personal audio CD. If you like it, you can keep this podcast, or if you want a fresh copy, just go back to DickSummer.com and download it from the CD Baby icon. Whatever works for you. Of course, sometimes it seems like nothing really works for you. 
Sometimes you get into one of those days. But that may not be quite right. Think about it. Especially if you remember that little wee beastie voice in your head, you know, the one that very quietly sometimes says, Hey, try again tomorrow. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths, come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.